0: Back again, and before we look at some more of the fantastic interviews from the music festival, we have another wonderful montage.
1: My name on the one last time, Yo, yeah, yeah, junk on the shelf. Yeah, leave that junk on the shelf. That's all fruit, veg, not all humans. Boys in for factory mm-hmm. with a vegan or a veggie. Fruits in a day, salad in the night. Steamed and squash, all well, with a wide rice. I- More porridge and berries. Don't fuck with a big hybrid tomatoes. Only fuck with a plum and cherry. Leave that junk on the shelf. Yeah, leave that junk on the shelf. Shelf. Leave that junk on the shelf. Yeah, leave that junk on the shelf. Shelf. Seems more like a dream Why wake up when you can stay asleep Oh love Everybody.
2: That's evil What other than earth concrete can't oh, 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 okay. money that they are gonna save us Who a need
1: Show. Transaction, every message on the side
2: standing on our own defy a system that we know we've all outgrown let's take our power back be all that we can be standing in our sovereignty so we are standing free we're free in sovereignty they taught us at school just wasn't true
0: We are back again with some fantastic interviews the first one is with Mark Devlin and Brian
3: delighted we're back here now we're a bit tight for time on this one I'm with Mark Devlin and he tells me he's going to be on at eight it's quarter two so we've agreed to a quick five minutes Mark thank you very much for joining me
4: no worries happy to be here okay so is this your first of of these events with Katie Joe and team First one with this particular team, yeah, I've spoken at quite a few events of this nature and I've DJed at quite a few, but first one of of this kind, yeah. Yeah,
3: so it's a pretty unique location, isn't it, with all the stuff going on and they've been working on the buildings on site and the classrooms have gone up, fire pit, assault course, poly tunnels, there's quite a lot here. It's yeah. looking good, yeah. Okay, so what what are you gonna be doing tonight? When you're on at eight, what are you gonna be doing?
4: Well, I'm gonna be DJing a set of soulful, uplifting house music. So it's gonna be joyous, positive vibes. Right, I right. think we all need a bit of that in our lives yeah. after what we've been through. And uh, it's just me harking back to my roots because before uh, I was an author and researcher, which is now my full-time job, I was a DJ for about 20 odd years. And right. every weekend, I would be at events like this, some open air, but most in clubs, playing dance music. So it's good to be getting back to that this evening. Back to roots. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what do I want to
3: say? You see the audience out there. How do you measure them?
4: What what sort of feel do you get from people here? It's been a few years since I have been doing this as a yeah. full-time gig. So I'm a bit kind of rusty on that front myself in terms of reading a crowd. But yeah. you find that when you're a DJ, instinct kicks in and yeah. you, you never forget it once you've learned it. So it becomes a case of reading the vibes of the crowd and just sensing their energy levels and just picking up. It's kind of telepathy, I guess. and yeah. Just yeah. anticipating what they want to hear and responding to that in your set. So the music I'm playing tonight is going to be very positive, uplifting stuff. And it's quite different to what I used to play in the clubs, which was R&B, hip-hop, reggae. Uh, I don't really play that stuff anymore. The only music I can concern myself with now is music that makes you feel good and puts you on a happy, uplifting vibe.
3: Yeah, that's great. Everybody we've spoken today, the main thing they've all said is how much they're enjoying being with other people where they can say what they want and they can discuss whatever they want and they don't feel that they've said something wrong or somebody's going to accuse them of giving them a certain label. So the big thing I've picked up is that people
4: are just really happy to be here amongst other like-minded people. That's right. What we've seen over the past two and a half years is, apart from various other agendas being imposed, is a war on joy. They've stripped away that aspect of our lives. They've made it almost feel like a crime to be happy and to enjoy yourself yeah. the way we're used to, yeah. without giving it a second thought. And we need to get that back, particularly those of us that deal with this kind of information as researchers. You know, yeah. A lot of the information we come across is obviously very dark and heavy and dense, yeah. Yeah. and it can really drag you down. And you've got to have some sort of release valve, some sort of way of uh, escaping from the effects of all of that. So it's very important to pursue positive, uplifting, uh, you know, events in life. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. That's what we're doing here. I
3: try and do it in my own life, whether it's out walking the dogs or it might be listening to music. Yeah. But I know that if you spend too much time doing the research and the heavier it gets and the darker it gets, the more it drags you down and you've got to get your mind on something
4: else. That's right. It's not happy material. Yeah. What we deal with, yeah. you know, it's essential to get the information out there. Yeah, but if you don't have some sort of coping mechanism in place and some sort of uh, self defense strategies to avoid yourself getting bogged down, then it can really take its toll. Yeah. So we all find different ways of expressing right. that. So you're involved in music and you are, you know, you're feeling quite forceful
3: about this and you're speaking out and you're telling people what's going on. What about the rest of people in the music industry? a lot of them aren't speaking out.
4: I know. This has been a constant source of utter uh, disappointment for me, seeing how few prominent musicians and celebrities of all kinds have felt to speak up about what's been going on. Because the tyranny that we're facing, the taking away of rights and freedoms, affects everyone. It affects them, their families, people they know. And there's never been a time in human history where every voice from the entertainment field has been needed more so than what we've been yeah, living
3: through. Yeah, I agree. And has so, so dismaying. Of, sorry, some of the other musicians that I've been talking to are all saying, you know, where's, where's, the, uh, where's the passion in our industry to speak out and well,
4: talk about what's going on? They, I think they, this bears out the main uh, theme of my work these past 12 years, yeah. which is that the music industry is utterly controlled. It's a construct. The key players, the household names, are doing the bidding of the control system that presides yeah. over all these different yeah. aspects of our lives. And none of these so-called rebels, these so-called anti-establishment figures, are anything yeah. of the sort. They're stooges, they're yeah. assets, they're tools. Where are the anarchists? Where are the punk rockers? Where are the rebels? Yeah, that's true. Where it? are they?
3: Yeah, where are they? Okay, you're, we're coming up for five minutes. You've got to get down the other. Well, the real of the field. ones are here, aren't they? This yeah. weekend. Tell us what you're going to kick off with. Are you able to do that? What, what's, what's
4: going to appear first well,
3: on the turntable?
4: I do have my first tune in mind, which is uh, a classic from the late 80s. It's called Voodoo Ray by a guy called Gerald. Any old sort of acid house ravers from back in the day will know that one for sure.
3: Right. Brilliant.
4: Mark, thanks for joining me. No worries. Great. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>
0: Here is the fantastic Peter Drop with Brian.
3: Well, I'm here with Peter, and he doesn't know it, but my first question is going to be about his jacket because I'm fascinated with it. Tell me about your jacket. Super dry. It is. Japan just... 23. What yes. Yeah. What's that all about? It,
5: it, it's just a cool jacket. I just like it. Good. It's good. Great. So, you're
3: here. Have you done one of these things before?
5: Uh, I did the Uprise and Shine Festival earlier on in the year. Right. Uh, uh, how, how big was that?
3: So I'm learning as I'm talking to people because yeah, they're all telling me they've been to different things and
5: some yeah, are bigger it, than others. It, it was maybe a, I think a little smaller than, than today's event. Right. Um, yeah, but it was still a good vibe. Good right.
3: and, and was the idea of this similar, that you're mix, mixing music with getting
5: over... No, that was, that was mainly lots of talks um, uh, oh, really right. good talks so lots of people um, yeah, yeah uh, doing talks and I was just the I was the light entertainment in the evening um, just to get uh, get the party going before uh, before Mark Devlin came on and and did a set
3: right okay that, that's a bit of the style of alter, alternative view when there used to be a day of talks and then in the evening it was moving towards music the bit we never got to, but I know that Ian Crane was working on it, was we started to get um, live music from people who'd been in the audience, you know, just to give it some... But we never quite got there. Maybe in the future we, we will. So what sort of music do you play then?
5: Uh, I play... Basically, I play cl- uh, classics, People that um, songs that people enjoy from, from, like, the last sort of 30, 40-odd years or so. So I, I'll do anything from sort of... Beatles, uh uh Bowie, Fleetwood Mac, um yeah, all kinds of stuff you like. It's stuff that I like. Right. Yeah.
3: And and how long you've been doing this? Is uh, this something from early you, age and you got into into it or?
5: Yeah, I've been I've been playing music since I could reach the, the piano stool and uh, uh yeah, it's uh it's, I've been, and I've been in band since I was 18, but I've, I've been sort of playing solo for the last sort of 15 or so years, 15, 20 years.
3: Is that a lonely job?
5: It's a great job, I, I enjoy yeah. it, I, I enjoy so it.
3: So somebody else told me, and they're playing on their own and they say they were very nervous, but once they got going, I think he described it as, get, he got into his head and he was in his head and the music and then the audience didn't matter. Do you, do you, yeah there is a, there's yeah. a large
5: element of that once i'm i'm comfortable then uh, yeah and the audience I, I i kind of feed off them a, a lot it's a it's a it's a very very much a, a two-way communication
3: so, yeah so do you actually look at the audience when you're playing are you actually looking at people or are you looking into the disc i'm um, really curious about this because i wonder what it's like to be playing an instrument in front of a an audience. Do you look at all those eyes, or do you make sure you're not looking at the eyes? No,
5: I love to look at people um, when I, I can. I'm concentrating, so yeah, when yeah. I have when I have a moment when I when I can, I do like to sort of look around and, and and see what see what's going on. But I'm I'm the piano. I'm I'm to the slightly to the side, so I can always uh, I have to turn right to look at the audience. So okay, so that's... check out what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, and,
3: and are you trying to get a message across in the? In what in um, the
5: music that you're making? I, there's, I'm not really tr- trying to get a, a message per se, but I think it's more a case of um, just getting over a, a good vibe and a, a fun a fun vibe. Yeah. Um, my my piano was preset to 440 hertz, so I've I've changed it to 432, oh, which wow. is uh, um, and it's. It's a tricky one because the artists that I I grew up with, that I I loved and admired, yeah. and their music, they've kind of let me down a little bit because they haven't been outspoken. If I played music by uh, covered bands that yeah. that actually had a, a good positive message, I'd probably just do my one Van Morrison song and say thank you, good night. Wow. Um, but I've, the way I see it, I, I'm actually taking ownership of that music, kind of, um, and sending out a, a good vibe with it. Yeah. So it's, it can't be trusted in the hands of these, uh, the original songwriters. So I'm sort of taking.
3: Yeah, you're putting a new sp- uh, um, spin on it. A new yeah. New I changed with the odd yeah. lyric.
5: I know yeah. a lot of bands doing covers put yeah. uh, change the lyric to make them uh, more sort of freedom focused. Just
3: like. want to jump back. So so as tune. Tuning, obviously, retuning a piano is a big thing to take it to four, three, two. 3 Do you reckon that's made a difference? Is that a difference you can feel?
5: Um, that's a really good question, because it's I, almost like... A, a, sometimes I wonder if it's like a placebo effect. Now, I I, I, I believe it makes a difference. Right. Because um, the,
3: the piano is an interesting instrument, isn't it? Because it, mm. it's... Um, I forgot the technical term, but it's, it's tuned in, in uh, precise intervals, mm. whereas originally they used to tune a piano in E major if it was going to cover a certain thing. So pianos were originally tuned for the music they were going to play yeah. until they, what's the term when, when you tune it in precise intervals?
5: That's a good question. Oh God. It's gone, gone out I, of my head. I play the thing. I don't. I'm t- <laughs> no, 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 I'm testing you here. I, I can't think what. No, don't test it. me. I, I yeah. just play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
3: so four, three, two. You, your view is, yeah. You think it does something different.
5: I believe it does. Yeah. Um, a lot of other people believe it. It, it, it does. Yeah. Um,
3: so we should be saying from the audience, this is instead of four forty hertz for an A, it's down to four Four, it's three, down two. to 432 it's, yeah. it's the it's the love
5: love vibe yeah um and that's been t- unfortunately that's been taken out of all music and that's why when you, when i bought the piano in the first place yeah it was preset at 440 and i bet they do that with uh, all kinds of uh, other instruments and recording and mixing yeah. and all sorts so
3: and, and was the instru- was the piano the instrument you started with then has that you, always been it that, that's yeah. always
5: been yeah that's always been my yeah. instrument I, I i can't read music i play by ear so i'm self-taught right. yeah. so uh, yeah
3: yeah great yeah. well what do i say so can you tell us what you're gonna have, have you played already sorry
5: no Did no you? i'm i'm due to play around half now, half nine right. this evening
3: so can you, can you tell us what you're going to kick off with
5: i'm going to kick off with more chiba uh rome wasn't built in a day Right. So there's some good li- lyrics in there about being free. So I'm going to kick off with that. I'm just going to do a whole mixture of stuff uh, that people like, whether it's Video Killed the Radio Star or right. yeah, a couple of Beatles tracks, things like Come Together.
3: I see, the Beatles have come up quite a lot. All the people speaking to me keep mentioning the Beatles.
5: Yeah, yeah? I, and you know, I I, I love the Beatles, um, um, and. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I, I've had to change my my thought process with process with them, where I have to sometimes separate the art from the artist. But um, I've got a great uh, admiration for that songwriting. Assuming they they wrote the songs that they <laughs> there's that, que- they wrote there's the that songs, question mark. Yeah. Some people do right. um, you know uh, wonder if they 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 wrote all their original, but they're great songs. Uh, they, they preach the right things. It is, um, it's about love. It is about coming together. Yeah. Um, and as I say, I, I, I'm quite happy to, to sort of take ownership of those songs and, and feed them out to people. And, yeah,
3: brilliant. So if people, people, um, you know, for people who are watching you now on camera, where mm. do they go to find your
5: music? Um, I've got my own website. That's peterdrott.co.uk. Right. Um, and yeah, I've got, I've got videos on there and gig lists and that kind of thing. Right. But, um, yeah, it's really good to be able to play sort of, um, freedom festivals and that kind of thing, um, because that's, that's playing for for my people really. Yeah. Uh, and it's, we just
3: uh, need more people here, don't we? The, the, we, the space is here. Yeah, it would be brilliant if there were five times the number of people. Well,
5: maybe it will grow, and yeah. you know, this is uh, it's it's ever changing and growing. So hopefully that would happen.
3: Great, thanks very yeah. much for talking to me, and telling you. us about your music.
5: Thank you very much for listening. Great, All right. bless
1: you.
0: Wonderful, right? Said Fred, are here talking with Brian.
3: I'm going to say I'm a man of a certain age, and this means that memory is beginning to go. So I'm going to be very careful with names and who I'm talking to. But the plan is to be in this room and uh, to talk to some of the musicians that are making this uh, a very special event. We're in a field, well, we're in a number of fields battle in Hastings. The weather's been great, slightly overcast, which I think has helped it's kept the temperature down but we're going to work through some of the musicians that have come to provide uh, really great music for all of the people that are present with us today so i'm going to start off i'm going to say straight away tell us who you are
6: we're name right. of the band and we're uh, right said fred i'm richard I'm that's fred. fred yes and um Katie Joe invited us here, and we've been hosting during the day. Yeah, we're
7: not performing today. We've yeah. just been hosting and yeah. inviting bands on, and just uh, explaining who they are. And, e- eating falafel. Yeah, and ha- having stuff some like that. free mocktails, which has been really
6: fabulous. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, the mocktails are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> mocktails <laughs> are interesting. Yeah. Right. So, how did you guys get involved with this? Then, how did you meet up with Katie Joe? How how
7: Katie, um, I, we, she contacted me online uh, initially about performing but we have been off the road for two and a half years and we weren't ready to perform uh, with a with full band or anything. But I said, we'd really like to support the event. Can we just come along or should we host or should we do something? And she was very happy with that. So we, we agreed to do that. Yeah, right,
3: excellent. And and what about the sort of bit under the surface that everybody's here because they're suspicious about what's going on in the world? So yes. has that been something that's affected
7: you guys as well? So, so, yeah. Yes, the last two and a half years I we've think. been cancelled by a hmm. lot of uh, mainstream papers or media and outlets. outlets certain, certain events have cancelled us. Um, we're sort of used to it a little bit. We had a lot of friction when Richard came out in 1991. And because we've always been an independent band, we've always battled against the mainstream a little bit. We're we're, we're there under duress. Uh, our success has been under duress as opposed to acceptance. Um, so we've we've never been part of the uh, the, the, the the mainstream of the no. music industry. Well, I
6: mean, the whole COVID thing was um, we we just we went into it thinking it would be cool to have a to, to question. Yeah, uh, that was the, that was the most shocking thing for me. Well, I went to, to one of the very first demos in uh, Trafalgar Square <clears throat> thinking it was well, you just go along and you just ask questions and you, you know, you show your your cynical side, if you like. Yeah. And I had no idea that it would cause such a ruckus. Yeah, I really didn't. And then the next morning, I think it was Piers Morgan went. Got well, his knickers in a bunch. Lost just lost, just lost it. And then you have articles like uh, Andrew Neil's article. It's time to punish the unvaxxed and all that kind of stuff, you know. And um, it, it's become it's 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 a it's like a, an organic thing. It's just grown. This level of of disapproval has been yeah. it was there at the beginning, but now it's just everywhere. It's just uh, um, I mean, as Fred was saying, with the, with the book we've got coming out. I mean, W.H. Smith have been fantastic. They are really, really supportive. But, you know, Waterstones, um, HMV, HMV, Rough Trade, Trade, Sister Sister Ray. Ray. I mean, you know, in fact, with Sister... uh, No, Rough Trade, I think, in Notting Hill. One guy said his his son was in a band and they performed in the store and they had to wear masks. While while, singing? While singing. The the world has gone absolutely mad. Now, (laughs) some people will say that it's... uh, it's a kind of confluence of, of, of chaos or whatever it is. And there are lots of people increasingly who seem to think it's a kind of evil kind of malaise of the mind that's gone on. Mm. Um, and I certainly think when it comes to jabbing babies, uh, you have to be in a certain kind of sick place to want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I, you know. I
3: personally think it's calculated. Everything I look at says to me that this is policy which is calculated. I, I agree. But you guys are talking, and my head is immediately saying, this is incredible. We're here at this amazing venue. A lot of people very happy. They're laughing and joking and talking. We've got music. Yep. We've got lots of stalls yep. with all sorts of good food and drinks and yep. other things. And it's about music, but we're into talking pretty deep politics already about what's happening around us. Yes. And yet it takes an event like this... Yep to enable people to speak openly yes. on these subjects. And that's, yes. it, that's incredible, isn't it? It is.
7: It, it is. I mean, I, I think if they tried to do this two years ago, um, you, know, here. They, it, you would have struggled to get probably 50 people. Yeah. Um, and I think now they could have probably doubled their numbers here
6: yeah.
7: uh, given if they had been allowed to. Um, I think there's uh, it's the beginning of a very interesting event, I think.
6: Yeah. 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 And it's just, for me, it was the suspension of logic. The, the suspension of logical thinking rational thinking exhibited by so many people so you'll have somebody they'll walk into a restaurant with no mask on they'll sit down put the mask on the food will come they'll take it off <laughs> then they'll get up put it on go to the toilet get back take it off have a bite to eat put it back on take it out take it off then go out and drop on, it on the floor drop it on, it on the floor head. put it. Yeah. it you know <laughs> yeah. the whole thing was insane <laughs> and I just thought why aren't you thinking? Why aren't why aren't you well, thinking for yourself about yeah. this?
7: I was on a BA flight and I'm exempt and I wear me thing and won't wear a mask and they were <laughs> BA were fine actually. But the guy next to me said, You haven't got a mask I can borrow. <laughs> like, yeah, what? Have you got some yeah. underpants? <laughs> yeah.
6: Some
3: socks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it is. It is incredible. I, yeah. I live yeah. in a small village, and in that village, there are still people wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, I, I won't say who, but no, I am. I look at them, and particularly, you know, the ones that fit very tightly yes. and are black. Yes. yes. So the temperature is what it is, and you see these people in masks, yeah. and I, yeah. I just, yeah. I just can't get my head around. No, it.
6: no, no not I. I mean, yeah. I live in Windsor. There's the, the long walk in Windsor is very famous. It goes from the castle up to, um, the, what they call it, the, 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 copper horse. It's about, that's about three kilometers, I think. And, um, the air has never been cleaner in, in Windsor because of the reduced flights over from, from Heathrow. And you will, not so much now. I must admit it's much less than it was, but you will still see people walking in the open air on their own in a, bit a park with a mask on. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It's, 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 bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. it's And I think yeah. it's a kind of mass psychosis. I don't know what you, how you would it's explain it. It's almost become a fetish. Um, I find it very difficult to keep quiet when I see mothers with young children with masks on. Um, I, 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 I shouted at one woman in Marks and Sparks the other week.
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's always a good way to start. <laughs> and stop, uh, and uh, We're going on holiday. <laughs> I, just, I don't care. Um, but but I'm, I'm now... I don't want to fill my life with that level of... You know that level of uh, negativity. Yeah, I just yeah. And, you, and it spoils your day. I and think. it spoils your yeah, day yeah. too. Yeah,
7: you, there's so many things to be angry about. Oh, these you days you have to kind of filter yeah. it. You know. Yeah, but that that
3: that that brings us on to sort of balance from this event, isn't yes, it? That it is you've got people here. I've heard a lot of conversations. Some of them are pretty serious stuff. Mm. Yes, but then people are also laughing and joking yes, with each yeah. other and and. One of the comments is, I know that I can talk here and say what I think and nobody's going to accuse me of being biased or racist or anything. Exactly, exactly interesting isn't it so we're going to say well done katie joe she's yes, watching we are. she's watching me
6: carefully <laughs> the
7: distance at the moment. So
6: done this, so this we're, organizing we're, this is like herding yeah, cats we've played a lot we've of played a lot of festivals yeah
7: and uh, it's it's uh, I, I i could never do it i've got the right mentality or this skill set you know set of skills yeah no. so i i your yeah, hats off it's a, it's a it's a good job done.
6: yeah here.
3: the yeah. team team have done a good job yeah, yeah, really. it, so i i only got here today so it was all set up right obviously right. a lot of Works oh, completely. a lot of prep, yeah. Fusier preparation, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Just, I, just, I want to talk a little bit about your music, just push you a bit yeah. um, uh, about the subject. In the music industry, though, how are other people reacting to the situation? Are you two lone voices with saying something's wrong? Mostly.
7: mostly. We get bizarre yeah. messages, um, for some reason it's been drummers mostly, um, <laughs> from quite well-known bands. And we get a message saying, yes, keep speaking out, boys, it's great. And then they're on a festival the very next day or week. And it's vaxxed only, or it's got. We know it's got certain criteria backstage. Yeah. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Yeah, well, you, know, you think like this, but you're you're doing that. You're role playing. Yeah. So I I, I I try to be patient, and I have to. admit, My patience is kind of gone. Really, I <laughs> tend to be a bit short short tempered with people in that in that way. Yeah. yeah.
6: The problem is, is, a lot of people, um, you know, they might have family at home. They might, you know, kids. They they. Well, I've got. Well, I know. No, yeah. I know. But some people, because we write what we do, we have what they call pipeline money, which comes in. Whether, we, whether we're work, doing live shows or not. So we've, we've been able to pad through it, um, although we've lost a lot, like a lot of people, have lost a lot of money. But if, you're, if you only get paid when you play, or thing, you only it? get paid when you dance, or you yeah. only get paid when you... Yeah.
7: A tough call. It, that's it? a tough
6: call. That's yes. a really tough call, yeah. So
7: I've got to watch
3: the time, actually, right. because these are supposed to be short interviews. A so question for you then. So how hard did lockdown hit the music industry? Really badly.
7: Really I badly. the first summer live entertainment went down 4.5 billion just in the uk wow and i know that because harvey goldsmith told us um and um so that's it it hit it really badly um it is it's picking up a little bit but we know some people on the road with some quite big bands and more shows are being cancelled than they're letting on a lot of shows are being pulled so um and also there's a lot of posters out there and I think that's for promoters to get the money <laughs> and then say, oh, but, here's a voucher for next year. No, <laughs> so they yeah, yeah, get right. the a, interest yeah, for six months. There's a minutes minutes. bit of that going on. Yeah. Wow. We've yeah. cancelled all shows, and, um, we, but we might go out next year now. We're getting some offers and some interesting offers that we, we yeah. might, be a, might be able to.
3: Great. So let's talk about your music. Yeah. Right. Right. What makes your music Great.
6: <laughs> well that's a subjective all art yeah. is subjective um and i used to know a guy who thought the Beatles were rubbish um so you know it's all it's all subjective um i we just what we try and do is we try and what was oh, start again what was really great for us in terms of lockdown and it's the one positive thing that i can that i can from my personal point of view that i can think of is that it stopped us thinking purely in terms of Money. Money. <laughs> it's, it, it made us think, because before we were just thinking about we've got a festival on Friday, we know the songs that, the, that they're going to get off on, we're going to play those songs, that's it. We didn't think. Um, and we had to, so once that stopped, we had to start thinking, well, what do we actually want to write? What do
4: we, do? What what do we
6: actually do? want to do? And I don't, the, the, the last few song, songs we've written and one that we're working on now, we would never ever have started if we were still going out touring. And yes. that's why the Stones haven't made a good album in 50 years, <laughs> because they're too busy on the road. They're not you enough, not enough time in the studio. You the
7: audience. So if you're doing, right. you know, a particular song and they haven't all got their hands in yet, you go, you get back home and think, oh, we better write another one like that. Yeah. Right.
6: Whereas Artistically, you don't move on.
7: Yeah.
3: Right, so I'm I'm laughing at myself here because my knowledge of the music industry is pretty... The genre of your music.
7: Pop dance, maybe. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. in fact, it depends. In America, we're alternative. Yeah, okay. In America, we're alternative. UK would be classed as pop, I suppose. Actually, in America,
6: when we first came out, we were fag pop.
7: Fag pop.
1: Okay, <laughs> very very
7: I'm not going to comment on
3: that. <laughs> and I don't smoke. I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so what are you going to do today uh, with this evening?
7: For the rest of the day, um, I'm going to treat myself to an al- so some alcoholic beverage after about right. six or seven. Yep, uh, and then and we're going to introduce different bands and DJs as they come and go. Right, and try and, try and make ourselves vaguely useful. Vaguely right. useful, yeah. The hard
3: question: How many bands are there all together? There's a lot. Oh, like, two, I think forty-two. Forty- forty-two. forty-two. Wow. Forty-two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What would you like to say to your musician friends as a general? Comment. Grow a pair. Yeah, grow a pair. Grow a pair. Great. Yeah. We'll end on that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay. okay. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Thank Pleasure. Thanks,
6: mate.
0: And here we have Tom Prowse talking with Brian.
3: Well, the next man I'm going to talk to, I know his name now. It's called Tom. And uh, he's had quite an adventure getting here from Bristol. So I'm going to say straight away Tom, you made it. That's absolutely great. Tell us about the travel arrangements.
8: Um, well, you've put me on a the spot there. Well, I, you, you, I was you were just, looking
3: for some help getting a lift, weren't you?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I managed to get a lift with my friend. Yeah. Um, and, and you've come,
3: you've come down from Bristol. Yeah. It was yeah, a long yeah. trip.
8: Yeah, four-hour trip. Yeah. But we made it. You made we, it. We got here.
3: And, and I've already seen you with a guitar on your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Key musical question: What sort of guitar? What sort of music?
8: Um, I've got like a—it's kind of a specially designed guitar. It's, um, it's like for making beats, so I like make beats and stuff. Um, but yes, it's giant. It's like the biggest guitar I ever had. Um, and made by somebody you know, or this is something no, no. That uh, you saw and you liked. There's him? a musician called John Gom. I no. don't know if you've ever heard of John Gom. No. He plays a similar guitar. Um, okay. Like he's a a really big like like one of my one of my inspirations.
3: Okay. So yeah. so how long have you been playing music? I've then? been
8: playing for nine to
3: ten years. Right. Yeah. And and how did you start out? Did you just uh, were you just messing around and then it got serious, or did you always want to?
8: Well, yeah. Um, when I was a kid. I like, I think like a lot of the kids at my school were into rapping. So I started rapping at about 13 and, um, yeah, I think I I picked up a guitar around 19, 20. So I'm I'm 29 now. And I started singing all my friends laughed at me. They were like, yeah, that doesn't sound good. (laughs) So I made it my mission to get really good at music. Um, and so so,
3: where, where did you play then? What sort of venues?
8: Did oh, you back go? then I didn't play any. Right, I, to be honest, back then I would sit in my living room and I wouldn't even play to my mum. So it was like really, really like wow. big confidence issues. But I've I've kind of got over them now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I I've done pretty big gigs now. So okay,
3: so so you know how many how many people. Have you played to? Um,
8: I just played a gig called Carry On Campaign, which is similar to this, like, kind of, um, you know, awake kind of people, and there was about 700 there, maybe. Wow. Oh, that was quite big. And, uh, yeah, that's that's really good there. It's really so good. So,
3: 1,400 it? eyes staring at
8: you. A lot of, a lot of people, Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: And and what happens when you play? Do you do you start off a bit nervous and then you get into it and then you forget the audience or do you react with the audience straight away?
8: Sometimes like like usually after the the second song I'll probably like start to get into flow and forget where I am and yeah. That's pretty good, but other times I'm really in my head and I'll play the whole gig just like sweating and nervous and Right, yeah,
3: they're very friendly people today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody I have met today has been really nice, actually. So, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's got to be a good thing. Right, same same question. So, what's the style of the music you you play?
8: Um, I'm like, I guess, like a mixture of like kind of rap, folk, um, kind of soul. Something I'm not really. Sure. I don't. What, really whatever genre.
3: whatever sort of hits you, and you I, feel. Uh, yeah. yeah,
8: I'm literally like all genres. I don't have a genre. Okay. So it's kind of weird.
3: Right, and you're writing all your. Are you are you playing covers or are you writing all your own I do material? Both, yeah, both. Yeah, right? Yeah. So out of your own material, then, what what do you reckon your best? Um,
8: your best song that's a that's a tough question but but only
3: you can answer a a lot of
8: people like my song losing it and that is about you know like a few years ago i I would busk for a living and i just watched the world go by and i'd saw i'd see a lot of corruption in the world so yeah i wrote a song about that it's called losing it right um, and I'll be playing that tonight.
3: Oh, so. okay. So that that's great. Yeah. yeah. So people can w- watch out for that.
8: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be releasing that on the 1st of August as well.
3: Right. So, yeah. hey, excellent. Well, Tom, you said it all. You you got here. That's the main thing. You got your guitar. You got an audience. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you got the stuff in your head. So I'm going to say good luck and sure. we'll look forward to hearing. Awesome. Okay. Thank you.
0: Here's an interview with Danny Rampling and Brian.
3: Well, time's moved on, so I'm gonna say uh, good evening to everybody watching. Um, What is it now? It's five to nine. I'm here with Danny Rampling and um, off camera, we've just been having an interesting little chat about cities, so we've talked a bit about Plymouth and the redesign of the city under the Abercrombie plan. And we've talked about Coventry, bombed heavily, of course, and then became a bit of a concrete city. This is a pretty amazing conversation because we're supposed to be talking about music. <laughs> How do we go on to cities? Uh, you've been to Plymouth. Yes, and
9: enjoying um, Plymouth on New Year's Day. Yeah. yeah, to see Josie. Yeah, yeah.
3: And and you've been down on the seafront in Plymouth looking out, or you've been down on the hoe looking out on the, yeah. on the sound. And if the weather's reasonable, it's a beautiful. It setting. was. Yeah. It
9: was a glorious day. Yeah. yeah. So on other sides of Plymouth.
3: Yeah. So. Were you down there for music, or I was? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
9: I was working um, in a club on on uh, New Year's Day. Right. So yeah, it was a, it was a good night.
3: So come on then, t- tell me because I I'm going to say I don't know a lot about your music and what you do and what you get involved with. So for the audience, start at the beginning and. Um, Who are I'm, you and what do you do? Well,
9: I've been DJing um, for over 30 years and I was uh, at the forefront of the um, the change with electronic music and house music in this country and we created a movement and it completely transformed um, the club scene and the festival scene and it's been a huge export worldwide <laughs> and I was one of the pioneers and figureheads of, of, the, of the movement. Um, so, and, so
3: what sort of year... Will- that you was 1988.
9: Remember. Right. Okay. So there were two summers of love where everybody um, came together and it deconstructed, uh, you know, kind of uh, social groups and social demographics and um, the class system and everything's melded into one. And the Berlin Wall was falling at the time and apartheid, and there was this real wave of optimism and hope and and um, um, things were changing and and particularly in youth culture. It, it, it changed dramatically, and it had a profound effect on on everybody's lives that, that took part in in that uh, that time and, and that movement and the music, revolutionary new music. And it was a very exciting, unique time. And uh, people have you know had uh, lifelong friendships and marriages and you know kind of relationships uh, as a result of what happened back then. And it's still going strong. So we're here today to support um, the Hope Festival, yeah. which is a great project, the, um, the homeschooling uh, project here. I've been here to have a look at Hope during the week, and um, uh, I I support um, Hope one hundred percent with what they're doing. And the the atmosphere here is very relaxed, very chilled. It's yeah. a it's a great start for their first festival. So I'm I'm pleased to be here. Really excited about playing in an hour. Um And yeah, there's a good group of people here, really positive group of people. Yeah. And that's what it's about. And it's important that we have fun. There's so much, so much uh, fear being projected into the world and so much turmoil going on and division. It's really important that we take care of ourselves and we actually step out of
1: yeah. that
9: arena and um, uh, be kind to ourselves and have fun and socialize. And because these things were partially denied in the lockdown um and enjoying every moment of life because my yeah. view is yeah, the joys of life can be a moment long you know yeah. before you yeah. know yeah. it yeah that those moments have passed you by um you know and all of this moaning about recently about the hot weather you know goodness sake you know the winters here are terrible and um, we have you know one, one or two hot days and people are moaning about it just yeah, stop right. moaning and enjoy life you know and that's what we're here for we're here to enjoy every moment of our life through the bad times and the good times we all have bad times but you know um keep your head held high yeah you know and stop bloody moaning <laughs>
3: well yeah there are some people who do some moaning i'll also go and. You say with a with a sort of heat wave bit. I mean this junk all appeared in the press and the media, didn't it? Yeah. I I met people locally who who, you know, they're not they're not aware of a lot of things going on. But they were saying very quietly, why is there all this nonsense about it just can be hot? What's the problem? And I was impressed at that because yeah. I going to say ordinary people getting on with their lives, but they're saying, Why is the press and the media pumping all this stuff that yeah. we're all gonna Die because the sun's coming up.
9: Yeah, scaremongering around yeah. and also um, tying it into the uh, climate agenda.
1: Yeah.
9: All part of it, isn't it? But the yeah. scaremongering is off the scale in all, all areas, isn't it? Really, yeah. you know, it's fear, 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 fear. Yeah. And this is underpinning everything that we're living through This um, this dangerous history, dangerous but yet thrilling history that we are living through right now. Um, I think, you know, it's a, a very difficult time, but it's also an incredible time uh, that this, uh, this chapter in it, history that we are living through and the changes. You,
3: know, you, get, rid of, you get rid of the fear factor, it, it's a rollercoaster ride. It's quite exciting to be yes. to be living what's happening now. Yeah. And certainly young gentleman said earlier on that, you know, he thought he was going to see this until he was older. But he's the age he is, yeah. But I think, and now he's seeing it happen. It's, mm, it's,
9: I think a lot of us were of that belief as well. But it's uh, it's been accelerated this whole plan and yeah, uh, I, I what agree. we're experiencing and this whole so sorry, not so great reset. I, I call yeah. it, yeah. They believe it's a great reset. Well, we certainly don't. I,
3: no, this is true. <laughs> You're you're involved in music, you're encouraging people to be upbeat and all all that sort of stuff, but you are seeing that something's wrong in the world. Yeah. Are you trying to teach people about what's happening through the music that you're playing? Well, the
9: music I play is uplifting, it's raising the frequency, raising the vibration, it's coming from positive intentions and... um, and, and sharing joy. That's my role. You know, it's an exchange of energy and it's bringing joy to people's lives and, it, you know, escaping everyday life and um, letting loose on a dance floor and immersing themselves in music, but ourselves in music, should I say. But, um, yeah, uh, can I think... But
3: can you, can you talk to the audience about some of the, you know, you're you're discussing with me some of these things that are going on in the world. Can you talk to an audience... About some of those things as you're playing music.
9: Well, I've spoken out from the beginning of this, and um, um, it hasn't been, you know, kind of uh, well received at times. But I don't really care. I rise above that. Um, what I believe is what I believe, and that's what I feel in every cell of my body, and that's my conscious, yeah. uh, 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 conscious state of mind, uh, and, and, and being very mindful of what's happening around and raising awareness and that that is a, i think personally that's a duty to actually stand up and put your head above the parapet when something is wrong it's wrong and we confront these issues if something you know if something doesn't feel right and it's wrong i do not share any information that is not authenticated the same as uh, the the broadcast on uk column all of your information is thoroughly researched um, and um, authenticated and that's how i uh uh, apply uh, my views online yeah. um yeah i've taken lots of flack um from within my peer group and the industry itself um we're in a minority of people who are speaking out alongside a handful of uh a, a, a notable people um but the majority the majority of contemporaries they don't seem to want to speak out because they they i think they feel that um, it will impact their earning capacity, yeah, but this is way beyond earning. This is an extraordinary um time that we are living in, and I feel it's uh, you know it's a duty to speak out and raise that awareness. Yeah. and whatever comes, you know back the negative uh, responses just rise above it. I do not engage with it. Yeah. I present information, present views, and then I move on. I move on. but I'm finding that um that through uh, um, social media there seems to be a bit of a shift in the last few months where there's less uh, uh, toxic language mm-hmm. used yeah. and insults and threats and abuse it seems to have um, subsided slightly um, and the percentage of positive feedback is outweighing the negative yeah. feedback
3: I, I, I look at this I, I understand what you're saying Yes. I see this as well yes. it's like it's matured mm. All of these, so, <clears throat> excuse me, the ego stuff and the the spats and the aggression that all seems to have fallen. It's like social media has become mature, and mm. now now we've got we've got people doing brilliant documentaries, people yes. pushing out fantastic information, and, and often it can be just a single person, mum, dad, man, woman, whatever. And they've just said, no, we don't like what's going on. And then they put up a video clip yeah. talking about it. I think it's brilliant.
9: Yeah, people's journalism, and yeah. new yeah. media, that's yeah. where it's at. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's unbiased and, it, and it's real. It's, uh, it comes from a place of truth and um, no other agenda going on and people sharing their feelings and how they're feeling about life and the world in general. And this is really important. Um, if we look at Holland with the uh, Dutch farmers' yeah. uh, protests that are ongoing, um, this isn't widely reported on mainstream media. No. Well, why is it not widely reported on mainstream media? They're, Sorry, they're
3: too frightened. Isn't well, exactly. Like, yeah. But yeah.
9: it's it's it's, it's uh, spreading into Italy and Germany. The Italian farmers are uh, uprising, and uh, this is this having a domino effect through Europe. Yeah. And it won't it won't be long before it happens here as well. We have you know, kind of farmers being offered um, sums of money to um, give up their land, you know, which is all part of this uh, this wealth transference and the agenda of controlling the food supplies, um, which people have thought was a conspiracy theory, you know. Anything now,
3: now it's fact, isn't it? Absolutely, policy. Absolutely, Mm.
9: it's fact, and um, and this is what this is what we're seeing, and um, and I think people are starting to now. Uh, ask questions about, uh, these, these, uh, very serious issues. Yeah. You know, this shift that's going on in the world. Um, you've got this ideology over here of the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, uh, Davos G7, who want to shape this ideology in this world that it's not really, uh, a, a win-win, uh, um, um, agenda and, um, vision for the world you know the manipulation of uh, artificial intelligence all of these things combined the social credit score uh, system the digital identity um, uh, a cashless society central bank digital currency a surveillance state all of this is all tied into control yeah. it's a control agenda but um, who are these people to actually uh, determine how we live our lives we live our lives responsibly um i personally uh, uh, have made a, a, a declaration uh, to myself uh, that i am a sovereign being i'm a sovereign being i take control of my life yeah. i live life on my terms i do no harm i live life responsibly and that yeah. is uh, the, that is the essence of so- sovereignty and, uh, and 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 bodily aut- autonomy uh, these are decisions that I have made, and many other people are are, are realising this and making those decisions as well. But this uh, this power structure here, and this self entitlement, and um, they you know they're perceived as an elite, but they're not an elite. They're a cult. Yeah. They're, they're a cult of narcissists and um, and individuals who've got deeply rooted psychological issues and have suffered uh, traumatic. Abuse possibly in their um, uh, 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 formative years, and that's being uh, projected onto the world. Yeah. And they've all got this same character profile. But what they're doing here is, um, you know, it comes from a place of scarcity mindset as well. It's this transfer all the wealth, you know, and then keep people get move people into poverty, you know, decimate the middle class and the upper middle class, and and make it even harder for the working class and push people who are already into poverty, into further poverty. Yeah. Um, it's atrocious what's going on. Yeah. But I, 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 I personally think they're not going to win. They have this ideology and they think that they're going to shape this, this dystopian um, um, idealism of how they see the world, which benefits them and they sit here in this hierarchy while we become enslaved. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. There's well, a massive...
3: Uh, I think we're we're really now starting to see people fight back against this thing. Yeah, you know, if we you're playing positive music, if we have a positive message to give to our audience, I absolutely think that over the last couple of years, in particular, you can see people now starting to say, "No, it's yes. not going to happen." And that, yes. that's a very exciting thing.
9: Yes, absolutely, Brian. Yeah. Um, and this is the thing with the. Um, the energy uh, price hikes, uh, this corporate extortion, these corporations yeah, yeah. raking in billions. And, and, and meanwhile, people are being pushed into poverty. This yeah. is what's happening. And there's, there's, there's a massive fight back coming. And from the beginning, a number of figures have said, this ends with non-compliance and this yeah. is where it's heading. Yeah. As you just said, there's more yeah. questions being asked. There's more people saying, "No, we're not going to adhere to this." Yeah. Um, and it's a real. Uh, this is a time of self-preservation. Self-preservation is uh, is the key to this, and non-compliance. And this winter, we are going to see a tidal wave of uh, the public, not just here in Britain, across Europe as well. Because Europe, it's a, even worse because of the dependency yeah. 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 on the Russian gas and uh, the EU saying we're going to have to cut back on our energy use and homes can be plunged into darkness with no heating at all. So people are going to to fight back because it's sink or swim. And now economically, it's on everybody's doorstep throughout the land, particularly here in the UK. And when people get desperate and uh, the, the lockdown has Devastated so many people's lives and businesses. And the music industry. In oh particular. gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but really yeah. devastated. Um, I didn't work for over, over a year, you know, kind of a 18 months, a very sporadic uh, uh, um, income, you know, in and out of the lockdown. Yeah. And the industry was severely impacted like the travel industry, retail, hospitality. Retail fared better because the online shopping, but now into this energy crisis, if people are going to people are going to make their decisions to have all of their funds exhausted, giving that over to yeah. these extortionate um, uh, tactics and pricing, then they're not going to have uh, the disposal income to take a taxi at times or to go to a local restaurant or to go to a bar or a club or stay in a hotel or go to the local shop or and, and buy something that for, as a gift or something have it's going to have a in my opinion it's going to be far worse than what we have experienced in this yeah, lockdown period
3: and therefore we're going to need to help people feel better and and be happy aren't we yes against this it's two things you've got to fight it yeah but to help people fight we're going to have to raise their absolutely yeah uh, yeah What the people say vibration level we're going to make people happier and stronger
9: yeah yeah
3: eye on the clock have to have an eye on the clock what what would be your message to people who are listening to this interview now how do they see you in action as Danny Rampling where do they find your music where do they find my music? Yeah, or where do they find out more about you?
9: Um, Instagram, where I'm heavily heavily shadow banned. Uh, I do have a Facebook page. Right. I didn't use Facebook for a couple of years because it got right. too too toxic and I had to step away from that environment. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want yeah, to be sucked yeah. into the, yeah. the, 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 the toxic nature of arguing with people on social yeah, media. Yeah. It's a complete waste of time. It doesn't serve anybody. So... Um, um, but I have gone back there for uh, six months. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram mainly. Um,
3: can they find YouTube clips of events that you've done?
9: Oh yeah, there's, yeah. yeah lots so of and interviews, for- um, there's there's quite a few interviews. So they should,
3: what, search for you by name? Yes, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, excellent. We will get some links in to help people find you and see you in action. Yeah. And I'm just going to say brilliant, Brilliant talking to you. Yeah, very Um,
9: nice talking to you also. But that's it. Let's keep our positive energy high and let's not be sucked into the fear. We've had enough of the fear. We've had two years of this fear and it's the whole thing is driven and underpinned by fear. So it's rising above that fear and standing in our truth and standing in our power. We have the power and more people are coming to the realization that they have personal power. And a, a, and a rising above the fear, and that's all it takes. And yeah. we are going to we are going to win here. They're not going to triumph
3: because we have to win. We're going to win because we have to win. Absolutely,
9: yeah. that's yeah. the only way. And there is a very better world that is being shaped for the not too distant future. Brilliant. And it's not going to be it's not going to be that that future that uh, dystopian utopia that they believe that we're all going to be herded into. Yeah, Danny, brilliant.
0: Thank Thank you very much and here follows his electrifying set we
9: with gratitude.
0: For watching the highlights from this year's Freedom Music Festival. We hope you've really enjoyed reliving the amazing event. And if you came along and had the best time, we hope you will join us for future events in 2023. There are plenty to attend and get involved with. So if you if you aren't on our mailing list and you aren't receiving our emails, then please do visit our website www.hopesussex.co.uk and we will get you on there and you can find out exactly what we're up to in 2023.